Welcome to Next Level Podcast with Pastor Balaji. Our goal as a ministry is to change and transform lives through God's word. If this message blesses you, please share with your friends and loved ones. Joshua chapter 6. Joshua chapter 6. Chinelo, how are you? You know, when the UK together, we never got to saw. We never got to, I never got to, what's the word now? We never got to see or not to saw. I'm so sorry. No. That's bad English from the UK. Praise the Lord. I don't know what it said to me that made me start speaking that kind of English, but I, I give it back to you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, just that is the way I think. If some people made a grammatical error, oh, stupid. Be kind to yourself. There's no one in this world that has not made a grammatical error, including the Queen of England. Just be kind. You, you said something that was not grammatically right. Restructure. Oh, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. I should have said this. If you're too critical, you will be very unhappy. You know why? I have some people that are close to me that are very critical. Formerly, I was very, I was very upset that they're always criticizing me. But later on, I just discovered that critical people are very unhappy with themselves. Because the reason why they criticize you that way is because that's what they do to themselves. So how do you learn to not be critical? Who was critical before and changed? Who changed? We're very critical before and you changed. Not that you know you've changed. Someone to you, you have changed, you know, because you can think you've changed and you have not really changed. Who was critical before and you changed? Anybody? Nobody? You? Please, this lady in black, give me a microphone. Tell me, tell me what happened. Yeah. Are, are you a mom or are you married? Are you single? You're a single mom, okay. You can have your seat, you don't have to stand up. So you were critical before, but you changed. What yes. happened? Yeah. I used to be very, very confrontational. Okay, but that's I, not critical now. That's confrontational. You can be confrontational, not critical. But let me hear the story of your change. I still want to learn from it. Okay, like if you tell me something, I'll get so upset. I'll fight. I'll do this. But, you know, people start criticizing me. Yeah. I became diplomatic. Okay. You can tell me anything and I won't get upset. I would just want to learn from what you're telling me. I love it. Because she's told me how she changed. What did she say? Is that the reason why she's not confrontational is that whatever she say, you say, is not a feedback. So she's able to what, learn from it. You know, so when someone says something to you, that's an interesting perspective. Why do you feel that way? That's an interesting perspective. Why do you feel that way? You know the thing, when you talk to people like that, they get, become very angry. And those that were saying it to make you angry, they become, because they, they were hoping to pin you. But it didn't have pain. You're not saying, oh, wow, that's a very interesting perspective. Why do you think so? You know, praise the Lord. So who was very critical before, but you stopped being critical? And how did you change? So there was a change in your perspective. You know, you began to see what they say as something you can learn from. That's very powerful. I'm learning that also. Okay. Any other person here? Nobody? Y yes. Say something, yeah. You were very critical and you stopped being critical, yeah. Yes, sir. So, I used to um, judge people yeah. and 
when someone tells me something, I would say that their perspective is wrong and they're not saying it the right way. And okay. I would try to like teach them how they should say it. So is, I is that critical them. or you yeah, are very opinionated? I criticize them. You, you criticize them, okay. Yeah. So you were, were, I mean, most, sometimes critical people are also very highly opinionated. Okay, continue, yeah. So I learned that the word doesn't revolve around me and everybody's opinion matter, no matter how stupid it may sound to me. That is... Um... Okay. Wow. So it sounds stupid to you, not that they are stupid, right? No, as far as you don't think they are stupid, that's fine. If you know it sounds stupid to you, so the lens in which I'm looking at it that is the lens of stupidity. You know, okay, that's fine. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, let's go in quickly. Joshua chapter 6, verse, verse 12. So I wanted to see, so what is self-doubt? Self-doubt are those thoughts that limit, it, that limit us by suggesting we can't do something or we're not good enough. Let me, yeah, see, let, let's go back to the definition. Self-doubts are those thoughts that become a belief. They limit us. How do they limit us? By suggesting we can't do something or we're not what good enough. Self-doubt is so bad that many of you can't even charge for your product because you don't believe that someone can go pay that price for it. Glory to God. I said glory to God. All right. So let, 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 let's go. So what is self-doubt? Self-doubt are those that limit us by suggesting that you can do something or you're not good enough. You can't do something and you're not good enough. So why is it important for us to overcome self-doubt? Number one, self-doubt would ultimately lead to unfulfillment. You know why? Because there'll be things you want to do, you will never ever do because you're doubting yourself. And once you don't do them, then you become unfulfilled. Once you become unfulfilled, you become unhappy. So self-doubt would eventually lead to unfulfillment and what? unhappiness okay someone tell me a story someone tell me in your in your life something that you know you couldn't do that you're very upset with right now anybody anybody want to share that kind of story with me and maybe something you want to think about why they're trying to do that is another question i want to ask you where did yourself that come from can you trace it to anything in what area is yourself that can you trace it to anything yes yes please good afternoon pastor B. good afternoon okay so for me growing up I never really knew how to um, explain how I was feeling part-time. You can do something very terrible to me, and I don't know how to tell you you hurt me. I'll just, you know, just let it slide. So where, where did that come from? So I would say, <laughs> I would say my mom. Your mom? Yes. How did she pass it to you? Okay, so not like she passed it to me, but my mom was a military woman for 29 years, and... Every little thing then, she would just beat me. She would even give me a chance to explain. Even things that my siblings did back then, she would beat me for, for such things. I want to see where it came from. So the reason why she could not explain herself was she grew up with a mom that was not, what, what they call it, a mom that was not willing to what, listen. This is also the reason why men struggle. Because we also men that men don't cry, suck it up. And that's why suicide is higher amongst men than what? Women. Because they suck it up and kill themselves. You know what I'm saying though, sis? Many of you need to talk, but you've not learned how to talk. You're in a church like this where you can talk, yet you will not talk. Suffering in silence. I 
I've told you before, our church is not like other churches. We have imperfect people in our church. We have struggling people in our church. And it's okay. It's our calling. If you want the perfect church, you know there are great churches down this road. Go there. But when you stay there, you destroy that perfection because you are imperfect. So the reason why I'm saying so is that you must just learn. This is where I'm, you know, the bad side of this is that people try to take advantage of us. So because people know that our church is generous, I always get all these people that will rewrite things that give us money. In fact, some people plan to take the microphone to tell us what they need. Hoping that, and some, you know, you know now I'm very careful. So when you say, oh, that's a good idea. Next person. Praise the Lord. I'm just telling you. But it doesn't change the fact that some people are genuine. Some people, that's where they are. But we must just find a place to talk. Continue, ma'am. Okay, so, um, even in all my relationships, when they do things that are really bad, I would not say anything. I would just suck it up, just keep quiet. Yeah. And Tell me one now, thing they did that was really bad and you didn't talk. Ah, Pastor B, we are in church. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said, tell me one, not all of them, just one. Okay, so let me just say one that is not that bad. Yes, so I was with somebody that um, they like family meetings in their family. Any little thing, they'll just call family meetings. So, you know, the other brothers there reaching out to me, came, they started having family meeting on your matter. When did you join us, you know? And there was something that happened that it was a very little issue. We were just supposed to talk about it. Right, just and before you know what happened, he discussed it with his parents, and they never even asked for my own side of the story. That was just the end of the relationship. So, you know, instead of me to even go back and say, What happened? What did I do? You know, I just left it like that. And I look back and I'm like, I wasn't supposed to lose that relationship, but because I could not talk, I'm listening to you. <laughs> what? Do you have the microphone? So, I mean, because I could not talk, I just let it go like that. And sometimes When you feel about that relationship, what do you feel right now? I won't say it's regret because, I mean, God saved me in a way because there are some things that I was not really okay with then, right? But I just feel that was like the best relationship I ever had. But just because I could not talk, I could not go back to say, what did I do? How can I right my wrong like they say? Do you regret it? Ah, I saw this video. <laughs> uh, yes, I do. You know why? I'm helping you admit your feelings. You can't deny what you... You can't change what you deny. It's something. You know, if you like someone, I like you. Although I should not like you. So once you know that I have that feeling, then how do we change this? But sometimes you're saying, I don't, I don't, I don't. Why are you deceiving? So you must remember, I cannot change what I deny. For you to change anything, the first thing is that you must accept what responsibility. This is what it is. What it is is that I'm, I'm hurting. Some of you are here, you have a relationship that went bad and you miss him and you know that what happened is not something I cannot fix. You say that, I don't want to admit I miss him. You better call him or her and say, I miss you. You say, what about if there's no response? Listen to me. 
what happens if they don't respond? You've done what you can do. Their response is their problem. At least you will tell yourself, I tried. Yes or no? Exactly. You have to be someone that tried. It's now when you now meet up a year after. Oh, and if you're coming out because I was also missing you, but I didn't have the courage. But now I just have a girlfriend. You say, Oh, what? If you had told me that time, I say, Oh my God, why didn't I do that? What, 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 what do you want to regret? Listen to me, everybody. Relationship will always bring pain because human beings are not perfect. But have the pain that I tried rather than I regret. Thank you for listening to us on today's podcast. We hope that you were able to find some inspiration and encouragement in the words that were shared. If you have any questions or you would like to learn more about our church community, please reach out or contact us on any of our social media platforms. We would love to connect with you and support you in your faith. Until next time, may you be blessed and be filled with the love of God.